0: Welcome to episode 128 of the IT Career and podcast. My guest on today's show is Shannon Kendall. Shannon is an application developer at Lithium by ADP. However, before she became a full-time application developer, Shannon was an actress. So Shannon, can I ask you to expand on that very brief intro and tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. So I, I was an actress for about seven years before even considering a career in tech. I actually come from a very technical family. And because I was the artist in the group, I avoided tech myself because I thought it wouldn't interest me whatsoever. Um, I was never super into like, Playing video games or anything like that. And my little brother became like a video game developer, and my father's a, a hardware engineer. And I was always really fascinated with stories and acting. And um, I'd been performing my whole life because I started like as a child as a dancer. But uh, after a few years of doing it and really, really honing my skill set, I got to a place where I was really proud of my work. But I realized the actual career of being an actor was not fulfilling me. And I was bored on a daily basis. There were obviously highlights, but the opportunities I had to really act were few and far between. And um, I was spending a lot of my time just trying to pay rent versus actually (laughs) being an actor. And so... I had a friend who was doing musical theater out in the Bay Area, out in San Francisco. And um, all of a sudden, I noticed on her Instagram page that she was posting pictures from studying for a coding test. And then the next thing I know, she was giving a talk in Thailand at a tech conference. And it really blew me away. And it really started me thinking about um, if someone who I thought was being very successful in her acting career switched into tech... Um, I was at that place in my life where I was ready to consider a, a different future for myself. It really was just like one morning I woke up and that whole thought process went through my head <laughs> that I was bored and unhappy and and I wasn't feeling challenged. And I remembered I was in college and so organized and like doing so much all the time. And I felt like my life... Um, as an actor was sitting around and submitting for jobs and playing Candy Crush until I heard back from someone and booked a gig. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, so I just tried my hand at some online tutorials for JavaScript and realized that I really, really enjoyed it. I, I liked identifying patterns and solving problems in challenging ways. Like I, I really enjoy when there's a limitation and an, an expected outcome, and then I have the freedom to figure out like how to navigate through that to get to the outcome. Uh, I would say my whole life, that's kind of where my creativity lied. Uh, even in schoolwork, I hated when there was no prompt or structure because I loved finding creative ways to achieve every point. And I would do that with my acting as well. Um, theater especially is all about having limited resources and just kind of making it work with what you got. And I've found that like that line of thinking has really connected all the dots for me throughout the whole process.
0: Right. Are there any aspects of your, your acting career that you've brought into what you do now as a, an application developer?
1: It really surprises me. I, I keep f- figuring stuff out. The more I do it, um, recently I've been noticing that a lot of my work on um, like personal emotional work on on taking rejection or taking direction or um, being part of a team and kind of collaborating where you're not the actual star. Like in, in with acting, um, your scene partner affects. Your performance just as much, if not more, because they're giving you everything, and you're reacting to it, responding to it, and creating a scene. And I feel like working in the team on a professional level, I'm doing that all the time. Um, when we have like disagreements, or or we're planning something, it's not about you know being right or wrong, but continuously trying to approach it from a new perspective, and and find weaknesses and and solve them together. And, and sometimes it's your idea and sometimes it's someone else's. But at the end of the day, it's it's the teams. And I've always kind of really loved that collaborative part of acting. I, I always like making things with people because I enjoy the, the give and take. And I found that's really helped me in my development career because I know how to work with people like that and not hang my ego on whether it was my idea or their idea, because regardless, it's us having that conversation together, us working together, that creates the best product possible. And that has been true both in my acting work and in my tech work.
0: So Shannon, can you maybe share a career tip with the IT career energizer audience, one they may not know and perhaps should?
1: I would say... Learn to get really comfortable with not knowing things or being wrong. Um, I feel like the, a lot of what holds me back is my fear of being wrong or, or this sense that I'm not ready. And the thing that I found with my tech career is that I never feel ready. And if I do feel totally ready, it's something that is not causing me to grow I was really, really lucky to be placed on a brand new team shortly after getting onboarded into my company. And because we were establishing roles and um, architecture and design patterns, I very quickly was put in charge of aspects of our projects. And I was very scared at first, uh, very, very intimidated. But I feel really lucky knowing that, especially at the time, my manager. She would have one-on-ones with us, and I would express that I I feel very um, nervous about taking on this responsibility, but I am deciding consciously to trust my team, and that they are aware that like I'm new at this, and that I'm bringing fresh perspectives, and that I can kind of rely on them to guide me when I'm off track, and give me feedback. And I ended up doing great. I learned a whole lot. Um, my skill set has grown immensely. Because I just continuously decide that when I'm afraid of something, it's exactly what I should be doing. And then I conquer it. And then I'm not afraid of it anymore. And I have a new skill set that I then can matriculate on into other new areas.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think it, it's it's important to be able to stretch yourself and, and feel a little bit uncomfortable obviously, you don't want to take it too far where you become so uncomfortable, but it becomes a a problem. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. Definitely. Yeah. So Shannon, can you maybe tell us about your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience?
1: I'm trying to think. I, I haven't really had the opportunity to like Earn a fail whale <laughs> yet? <Right>. Um, <laughs> I like I haven't had enough opportunity to like totally ruin something, especially because my team is is creatively brand new. So like I'm not a prod at client level to create like a huge disaster. I feel like for me, my absolute worst days are when I'm tirelessly working on one thing, especially if it's something that. Like I work on an agile team, so we know like we'll point it. Oh, it's it's only like one day's worth of effort. It's not that much. And then I end up spending. I've spent like three days on a one day effort because I found a bug, and I couldn't figure out whether it was my error or um, because the tool I was using from another team, at the company wasn't working. And I would feel like the team was upset at me. I think this was closer to when I was new. And I had to be told over and over and over again, it's okay if you take longer as long as you do it right. And I felt like the the team would be frustrated because I wasn't completing work at a velocity that they were. And uh, it it was part of my trust building of my team to learn that it's way better to have something that will not fail than to have something that is going to cause problems down the line. So it was, it, it sucked for me, and it, but it was a lot of growing to learn to, to let that go and to trust the process that I'm going through. So,
0: moving away from your worst merit, can you maybe tell us about your career highlight so far?
1: So, I pulled my first double shift in that um, my my company is pretty pretty great about work life balance they value that very much and i get told all the time like it's okay if you really want to pick something up on the weekend but please don't burn yourself out and please only like develop really during dev time but we had um, some issues with a sprint recently and uh, it pushed our progress back so we weren't we weren't able to really tackle it at the normal pace so we had to basically Uh, we have two week sprints and we had to do nearly all of the work in one week. And so the day before our demo, the team and I stayed until like 1130 at night, just making sure that we had something to show because not, not because, um, we're so hard on our, our commitments, but we just were really proud of our work and we were tired of, uh, not being able to show it. And we really wanted to, we had created this new architecture. And it was the first time that we got to uh, show that to the company. And it's kind of this brand new concept. So the next day, as we're like zombies in the demo, and we're getting questions back and forth, and I'm seeing architects who are five levels ahead, like above me, explaining our work to Uh, people who have questions because they're so invested in what we're doing. And just seeing something that I had been involved with from concept through delivery and seeing the lead architects of our company be so invested in it, especially within my first, I haven't even been like in my real tech career for a full year. I got hired in April of last year and to see like my work at that level it was kind of that moment where I realized that, like, I'm already doing more in my career than I was able to achieve as an actor over seven years, and that that gratification of seeing people involved and and consuming like my thoughts and my ideas and like something that I was involved with, uh, I've never been able to experience that before, and it was really really fulfilling. And even though I was completely exhausted, it was the best day.
0: Cool. I think it'll be great for other, other people to hear that, um, particularly those who are considering coming into the industry or maybe early on, because it's that sort of being able to sort of visualize and realize the, the outcome as a result of your input. Um, so I presume that that's where that feeling comes from.
1: It's something in, in a lot of industries you don't get to experience and to see your effort directly create value is a level of fulfillment that I didn't know I was craving so badly.
0: Shannon, what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT in particular?
1: It's funny because it, like, it it wavers all the time the more I'm in the industry. Um, I remember when I was job hunting, I I felt like, oh, I got into this industry just in time. It's, um, but that's just the job hunt process. It's the worst experience ever. But I'm really excited because as far behind as the tech industry is, like with gender diversity and all kinds of diversity in general, my company, especially that I'm working for is incredibly diverse. And I have this really unique situation where every member of my team besides my project manager is a a woman. And it's fairly unheard of in tech. And I feel like um, there's this huge push to get more women into tech because it'll create better products and everything. And I think that tech is an industry where it's your ideas and your ability to collaborate and your ability to constructively challenge and multitask and all kinds of skill sets that I feel women... I mean, this is a generalization, but I feel like a lot of women excel in that um, just because we're also in our personal lives maintaining you know, chores at home and schedules and the schedules of our loved ones and the needs of our loved ones and learning how to communicate with them. And I just feel like this industry is thirsty for people who have that skill set and there's a workforce that is ready to join and um i think it will be a great equalizer now that women have opportunities to get into positions where they have that much influence and i feel like my generation of workers is is already in that mindset and then ready to transition seamlessly into that
0: it'll it'll be interesting to see how things evolve over the next sort of 10 15 20 years and and see how far diversity and those those sort of balancing changes occur within delivery teams and then generally the working environment. So, yeah, there's certainly been some significant moves over the last few years, and you can see a lot of bodies and groups getting together to promote different areas of diversity. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much change there will be.
1: Yeah, and I think it will uh, show itself as, especially because people of all backgrounds can join tech. And I feel like it's a, it's a great equalizer in and of itself because it's not about your background. It's not about your physical capabilities or, or anything like that. It, it's just about your ability to solve problems um, and communicate and, and work with others. And I feel like um, it will be the biggest field to go into and it will be um, an increasingly stable field to go into. Um, and I think it will help people change their lives. I mean, it certainly helped me change my life and get myself in a place where I'm not carrying around a daily stress about whether or not I have a future for myself.
0: Right. <laughs> okay, we're going to go into the reveal round now, which is more of a, a quick fire, get to know you type question round. Are you ready for this? Yes. So what first attracted you to a career in IT?
1: I didn't realize this until later, but uh, back when I was in high school, I had a science teacher. If we were done with whatever work, we could complete these logic puzzles uh, for extra credit. And it would be kind of, it looked like a grid, kind of like Sudoku. And, um, you know, it give you clues. And so it's kind of like, um, if this is true, then obviously this can't be true. And you kind of solve From like the 14 lines of clues, like all of the, like this person had this toy in this room or that kind of scenario. Um, And I loved solving those. Uh, And I didn't realize that like that kind of logic uh, directly applies to programming.
0: Yep, very much so.
1: So when I decided to try coding for the first time, it very much felt... Uh, like I was solving these puzzles and it it made my, um, my mom quotes me all the time. She was like, I just remember after you started coding that you called me and you were like, mom, my brain feels so good. It's so happy to like finally work again. Yeah, so that's kind of what drew me to coding was having like little puzzles to solve all day long.
0: What is the best career advice you've ever received?
1: I don't know if it was 100% advice. It might have just come from like a conversation that I was having. And we kind of came to this concept as a whole. But um, it's kind of like you don't realize how skilled you actually are. Uh, Yes, I was an actor, but I was also working in restaurants. And something that um, comes up in people who are working in restaurants is right around when you get older, you hate being on your feet and doing that kind of physical labor, but you don't know where where you're going to go. You don't have any skill sets that you've developed over the past all of your 20s. And I never realized all of the little skills that I was picking up from navigating people my whole career as a server. And I use it all the time to interact within my workplace and navigate those interpersonal scenarios, that in of itself was a huge skill set that I came on the job, like out of the box, ready to go. So I think the best career advice is that no matter what, you have a skill set that you can draw upon that will be an asset into any field you go into. Um, and you just kind of have to realize that and and embrace it and enhance it.
0: The next question might not be so relevant, actually, but we'll see. Um, (laughs) If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do?
1: I think personally, for me, it would have been to be less hard on myself. I personally am a perfectionist and a people pleaser, and I hold myself to a very high standard, and I consistently don't give myself enough credit. And I kind of wish that I would have beat myself up less about every single mistake and just kind of rolled with the punches and been continuously proud of how far I came. And I think also I would have compared myself less to the career paths that everyone around me was taking. Even my friend who was an actress turned developer. She went into developer advocacy because she decided to directly use her skill set from being an actor to communicate and give talks. And she's really funny and she's got like a great social media presence. And I thought that I needed to be exactly like that as well um, if I was going to go this actor turned developer route. But really... I'm much happier on the path that I took because it was right for me. Like, I also would love to go into developer advocacy, but I think that before I do that, it dawned on me that I really wanted to spend time in the trenches, just really getting my hands dirty and learning as much as I can. And once I finally let go of the feeling like I needed to be doing everything she was doing, creating content and you know, being on social media and trying to give talks all the time. I let myself pursue exactly what I needed at the time and felt like I wanted. And I've grown so much, I don't think that I would change that. Um, And I wish that I had kind of allowed myself to figure out my path before I started beating myself up about not following hers.
0: And what career objectives are you currently focusing on?
1: So my team is in a really interesting place because my manager just went on leave. She just had a baby. He's a beautiful little boy. Okay. Yeah. And so there is a a bit of a vacuum for us right now where her manager is kind of stepping down to check in on us a little bit more. And our team lead is stepping up more to fill in her roles. So I'm really trying to push myself that even though I'm new at this company and I'm new at this tech in general to just step up and continue to take on more responsibility. I would love to eventually become a leader, but I'm very, very aware that, especially in tech, people get promoted because they're good at their current job, but they're not necessarily trained in leadership.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a very good observation. And, yes, go on.
1: and I don't want to uh, just be a, another example of that. <laughs> so um, since I know that eventually I would like to, to be a leader, in in tech, I want to work on the the like take the opportunities I have now to step up and take more responsibility, and then also keep my eye out for um, where opportunities to be trained in actual leadership. I, I think that I have very strong people skills, and um, I'm very empathetic because of all of my actor training. I'm very sensitive to how someone else is feeling, um, and I my manager who just want to leave. She's the best manager I've had in any industry. She is able to perfectly balance technical prowess with her emotional sensibilities and kind of manage the team interpersonally without getting in our way or making us feel judged or anything like that. Um, And it kind of inspired me to eventually be the same. So I'd really love to find the time and opportunity to to train myself so that when the opportunity arrives, I'm ready to step into it.
0: Okay. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far?
1: I have a, a fun story from when I was job hunting. Um, actually the my last interview for this for, for Lifion, I was I had come back, it was my third round of interviews, my second on site. And I did an hour with two managers from one domain within the company. And then the the second hour was for a manager um, on another one. And the the second manager was working from home that day, he wasn't able to come in. So I was in a little meeting room that had like a big TV screen with like a camera coming out so that they can, you know, have conferences. So he had called in but never turned on his video. So all I heard was a voice in an empty room talking to me. Um, So I performed my complete last interview whiteboarding to this voice that was talking to me that I couldn't see at all. But because I had spent so much time as an actor auditioning, I'm used to going into rooms completely unprepared for what will be in there and just doing my job anyway. Um I even had the wherewithal to to ask my interviewer if I was in frame for the camera because <laughs> I'm used to doing that for my acting auditions. Yeah. Um I think the the ability to be in a very strange situation or room and still use all of my talent and the skill set that I've developed and um only let it affect me in that I take notes to tell the story later. <laughs> Uh, I think it, it, that's helped me a lot because I, I didn't sweat under pressure. No. And that was something that I developed a long time before.
0: Shannon, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT career and Jazz audience?
1: I think it's to to stay open to opportunity and to not judge what you're doing now based off where you think you need to be in the future. I always predict what I think other developers will think of me. And I don't think that served me at all. And I think by just going with the flow and taking every learning as much as you can from everything. Mistakes aren't mistakes if you've learned from them. It's a value, valuable lesson. And so utilize it. Also, like keep a spreadsheet <laughs> of everything Any tricks that you notice or things that you forgot the first time you're developing, write it down and check it because I wasn't doing that. And I was annoying my team because I kept making little mistakes, especially when you're developing these huge things. There's so many little checks you need to make. Make that checklist and improve it and follow it because you will look so consistent and smart to your team. Yeah, I think that's the the two pieces of ice that I would give. And
0: finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you?
1: You can follow me on the socials. I don't post every single day because I forget to pull my phone out, but um, I do post some some fun content. So I'm on Twitter as at S-N, as in Noel, my middle name. So S-N Kendall, K-E-N-D-A-L-L, and then underscore. And then I'm on Instagram, the same handle, but no underscore. I managed to get that one before someone else took it.
0: Right. Shannon, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you.
1: Thank you so much. I had a pleasure.
0: As always, my thanks go to my guest on today's show. You'll find our show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e and then the number of today's episode. I also want to thank you for your continued support. It's always great to hear from listeners, particularly when they have suggestions about potential guests or ways to improve the show. And this was one of the reasons for creating the new IT Career Energizer Community Facebook group. I'm really excited about taking the podcast forward, and I hope that you'll continue to support and listen to the show as it continues to change and evolve. Thanks for listening. And remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.